0: welcome Welcome to to doctor Doctor who on the rocks a podcast where we drink whiskey discuss the longest running show in science fiction
1: and arbitrarily assign points to find out who really is the best doctor i'm diana and i've seen it all and i'm jen i've seen nothing This week's story is nothing. Yeah. Because we're doing our Mm -hmm. season one recap, Mm -hmm. breakdown, Mm -hmm. look back, Mm -hmm. recollection. Mm -hmm. Yep. But first, it's the Whiskey of the Week. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Nice. The... Whiskey of the week this week is all of them.
0: Yeah. Dun
1: dun dun.
0: Jesus Christ, y'all! I'm not ready for this.
1: Yeah, it's gonna be fun. It's, it's gonna be super fun.
0: It's gonna be great, guys.
1: We have a bunch of glasses. Full all
0: of-, of them minus eighteen thirty-five. Yeah, yeah.
1: Fuck, we, that. Yeah, fuck <laughs> that shit. I didn't want to buy it.
0: Yeah, I didn't want to buy it again.
1: No. We used it all for Mario Party, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I'll never do it again. That's it. That was it. Yeah. See
0: get this started <laughs> I l- I like
1: how you went from I'm not ready for this to like where the fuck is the beer I was like
0: wait <laughs> hold the fucking phone element here
1: yeah we can get through supplemented by carbach love street all right, so just to recap, this is not the order that we're going to be tasting these whiskeys in. Mm-hmm. We have had these set up mm-hmm. to be a more or less blind tasting. Mm-hmm. In the future, I'd like to get some opaque glasses so we yeah, can't even see the uh, color. hmm But this is what we're going to be tasting. I'm going to put in the show notes of this episode the actual order. Mm-hmm. So if you want to know what we're tasting while we taste it... Mm-hmm. You can refer down to the notes of the episode that yeah. you're listening to. What we are actually trying this week is Tawakaro Rye, the Shire Oak, Whitmire Bourbon and Rye, Yellow Rose Premium American Whiskey, Rio Brazos Distillery Bourbon, Balconi's Pot Still and their Peated Whiskey, and Firestone and Robertson's Texas Straight Bourbon. So we are leaving out the 1835 because it was shit. Mm -hmm. And we are leaving out the Sassanach this time because it's not really, it's not really, it's not a Texas whiskey Mm -hmm. and it was kind of just a special introduction thing. Special occasion. Maybe if I get another bottle in the future, (laughs) and to anyone listening, I'll not be mad if I get more than one. Then we can do like some specials down the road because I think there'll be some stuff that it would fit thematically Mm -hmm. but not for today also we didn't need nine we
0: barely need eight yeah but we're gonna do eight anyway yeah and uh you're really gonna see how shitty our palettes are because i do not have a lot of confidence in myself that i'm gonna know what is what because i don't really remember all the whiskeys sure
1: i think we're gonna know the peated because it's a completely different flavor definitely yellow rose and
0: the yellow rose
1: because of that Banana, mm-hmm. Bananas fosters kind like, of a yeah. flavor palette. Mm-hmm. 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 We're going to start with numero uno.
0: All right. Let's see. Chin chin. All right. Sniffs. Nostrils are not burning. Nostrils are not burning. How I want this is, might be the yellow rose.
1: No, I don't think so. No? It's not sweet enough.
0: It doesn't do the nostril thing with the yellow rose.
1: No, but I don't. But the Rio Brazos didn't kick your ass either.
0: Mm. Oh, this one is not the yellow rose. This one no. has a little
1: bit of spice to it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I think at the col- like considering that we don't have opaque glasses, we can see the color.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I remember the yellow rose <clears throat> being really honey ambery
0: as well. Yeah. This, this might darker. be that one. The the.
1: Um... It's not strong enough to be any of the rise. No, it's
0: definitely not. It's definitely not.
1: No clue no clue good so uh these scores are not going to go into our Mm -hmm. regular scores Mm -hmm. this is just to compare them for this blind flight so when we rank them on a score of one to ten it's not like one is i would never fucking drink this again it's more like it's not my favorite out of this season Mm
2: mm-hmm
1: okay 10 being favorite of the season. And if you, as we're moving through them, we can kind of adjust as we go. Um, I've got my notes ready for us. So what kind of a p- score would you think about this one so far?
0: Well, sippability is amazing for this one. Yeah. Super um, yum. Really, really good. Delicious. Without ice, I can do this one. Yeah. Not on the rocks. Um. I don't hate this one. I can't say it's going to be my favorite, but it's up there mm-hmm. in the ones that I like.
1: So like definitely on the hot, on
0: the above five. Above five. I want to say probably like a seven.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like I want to start this one off as like a solid seven and a half. Mm-hmm. It's just to be like a, a, a baseline. good baseline of like, to me, seven and a half means it's yummy. It's good. I would have it again. Mm-hmm. It's... Within my flavor palette of yum. Yeah. And that little spice kick at the end was just, is really. It's pleasant,
0: s- you know? Lovely. It's a little smoky spice.
1: Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah, not too much. I could definitely get into just some trouble. Yeah. With that one.
0: Yeah, I could totally see myself drinking too much of that.
1: Even without water or ice.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely. Because this, this mm-hmm. we just. All of these were not taken on the rocks or little drams, no. so no. all of these r- were tasting the full impact of the flavor, yeah,
1: awesome, okay, so now we're going to kind of just go over some of the in between each stage of the flight of the blind flight we're actually going to talk about recapping the season, and we would be remiss to not recap some of the Mm whiskeys so our scores for this season have ranged from a five guess which one that one was (laughs) to a Mm 9.5 which is pretty remarkable Mm
2: -hmm. Um,
1: and if you remove 1835 the range goes from seven to a Mm 9.5 so on the whole Mm -hmm. i think it really shows that i mean we know that i like liked whiskey beforehand but mm-hmm. it really shows even you yeah are enjoying it if everything truly stayed above a seven except yeah. for
0: that swill i mean for me it was i it was an eight, sure and i think but, i'm just you know, gonna throw it out yeah because it really wasn't a good s-
1: no no <laughs> i think jen learned i think 1835 taught jen a lot it taught me a lot about
0: what tastes like ass and mm-hmm. what doesn't
1: well and also taught me a lot where it's like (laughs) i think that if we get to an end of an episode and you get real adamant about i was fucking wrong that i should let you change it from an eight to a five
0: yeah yeah fair yeah because it it was really like after after those scores were sealed in i was like this is wrong really just yeah
1: yeah i probably won't let you change character score tardis points yeah, but the whiskey ones, I think. Oh, I definitely haven't. Feel, I haven't no. felt
0: strongly about a character no, so in like ranking.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, I feel like I've, I've, for my rankings for characters, I've, I've been true to how I felt about them. Yeah.
1: Now, in terms of favorites, mm-hmm. do you have any memory of all of, through all of this of like what a particular, what you think you might have scored the highest? What was your favorite?
0: Um, I think the Sensorites were probably my favorite.
1: Not episode. Whiskey.
0: Oh, whiskey.
1: We're still in whiskey the week. Oh,
0: okay. Um I think it's between the sassanac and the yellow rose. Those are my two nines. And potentially, um potent not the terracotta. Um terracotta. Terracotta, sorry. <laughs> Tawakaro. Tawakaro. Terracotta doll or something else, right? Terracotta. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's, that's Completely different. different. There was one more that I think I... Oh, the, the one from College Station. Yeah. So your
1: top two mm-hmm. were the Rio Brazos bourbon, the one from College Station, and Yellow Rose. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Which I think is very much what I anticipated mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. when I was going through these. My favorites, I was actually surprised. My number one was the Balcones pot still. Really? Yeah, it was, I really thought it was going to be
0: one of on the rise. Yeah, and y'all, uh, just as a as a caveat, be careful when you drink that one because we probably had like, nope. That was the Pete. Oh, the Pete. The okay. Pete was that one's the one. Yeah, that, kicked our that ass. was dangerous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, from last week, that one
1: was a that one snuck up on us. We yeah. had barely two glasses.
0: Yeah, and I don't remember getting into bed. Yeah, that's it kicked our ass. <laughs> we were down for the count the whole next day. Just. <laughs> yep. Ugh, Up until probably like 8 p.m. Yeah. That's when we were. Yeah. Yeah. Really I think that's a
1: really great. Functional
0: yeah. and able to record.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So my first. My high score went to Balcony's Pot still.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And number two actually was a tie mm-hmm. between the Tawakawa Rye and Whitmire's Rye. Okay. So I wasn't so far off when I thought my rise were going to come on top. Cool, okay. I do like that kick, but I also love a good, solid mm-hmm. whiskey, mm-hmm. which is what I remember the pot still being. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I'll be interested to see if I can like pinpoint it. Mm-hmm. My brain wants to say that this first one was the Rio Brazos.
0: Probably, because I felt like... it's just It, it's was, just a good, good. Yeah. it
1: was just a good one. Mm-hmm. Now, <laughs> do you know what the worst ones were uh
0: well definitely i think for me was shiner
1: we did not that's a beer
0: oh shire oak yeah okay Not.
1: i mean texas Texas beer that's (laughs) fine maybe one day we'll do a special
0: on texas beers yeah shire oak Mm -hmm. uh and i want to say or the one yesterday i really didn't care for too much but it was still Mm -hmm. good um and i ranked it high, but Oh, 1835, once we jumped on the score. I don't know what the second one would have been.
1: So my worst was 1835, because mm-hmm. it was a five. I didn't even write down what the next yeah, one was, because, like, fuck <laughs> it. I can look real quick. Uh, my second worst, I guess it would be the Texas Strait Bourbon and the Shire Oak, but I gave both of those eights, mm-hmm. so it's not even, like, compared like bad, to the yeah. fact that the 1835 was a five and mm-hmm. I jumped to an eight, mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: and none of my scores were below an eight, mm-hmm. so it's not... I think that's why I didn't include it on my list of bad because, mm-hmm. like, eight's not bad.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Now, for you, your worst statistically mm-hmm. were the Whitmire Rye
2: mm-hmm.
1: and the Balcones Pete mm-hmm. that we had last week. Mm-hmm. But in reality, it was 1835.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, average wise, if mm-hmm. we take all of our scores, average them together for mm-hmm. each whiskey, mm-hmm. the best was the Balcones Pot still coming okay. in at a 9.145. Mm-hmm. And the worst was eighteen thirty five, even with Gen's eight coming in at six point five. Okay. So, all in all, a pretty solid season Mm -hmm. for whiskeys, especially considering that for the most part, I really picked the Texas whiskeys that were available at Mm -hmm. Specs, Mm -hmm. and that I had. Either been when I first started, I was getting recommendations from Mm -hmm. the associates at Specs, Mm -hmm. but I definitely have gotten enough into the whiskey community on Instagram um, and on the internet to kind of start getting lists of what I want to try next. So Mm -hmm. I would go in and say, This is what I want. Mm -hmm. Um, But still kind of doing this a little blind. Yeah. I had not tried Texas Mm whiskeys really before I started this. I was a scotch drinker. So really a great season especially considering that like our next if, if you take out 1835 the texas straight bourbon was a 7.8 mm-hmm. or a 7.9 if you round up which is still really great yeah when you know the bottom score is a one mm-hmm. yeah so yeah. uh
0: good job me. good job texas whiskey oh yeah good job texas whiskey <laughs> <laughs>
1: And again, guys, if y'all have any recommendations, it does not have to be Texas whiskey. I know that one of the ones that I want to do is Uncle Nearest. Mm-hmm. It's got a full board of just women in charge of it. Um, mm-hmm. Black women, they were on the cover of Whiskey International this past year and is an amazing organization and I'm really looking forward to getting Uncle Nearest in here. I know Specs has it because I've been itching to, to buy get them in, but they're like in Tennessee. Mhm. So they're not Texas, but we'll get to Tennessee eventually. We can't ignore Tennessee when it comes to oh, American definitely whiskeys. Not definitely
0: not. We'll have not. to
1: do a Tennessee Kentucky journey. We'll have to do a Canada journey. Mhm. Um, and then mm-hmm. eventually we'll get back over India and Japan have really great whiskeys. Wow. That's, so um that's And I tried enough. in the recent I did a recent flight to, um for the Sip Awards. Mhm. And they included a Japanese whiskey on that one. Oh wow, I anyway, would,
0: that's crazy. I wouldn't think that. I wouldn't think of Japanese whiskey,
1: right? Because I just think of, so of it as so like interesting. Yeah. It was one of those that I couldn't pin. I could, I could pinpoint that it was like different, mm-hmm. but I couldn't tell you what. I mean, obviously, I have no palate, mm-hmm. but it very much was like, oh, I can feel a different level of influence mm-hmm. in this, mm-hmm. and so I really want to try. Indian and Japanese whiskeys. So maybe at some point that'll be a theme, a theme that we do. Yeah. But that will require a little bit more monetary contribution. Um, either with I'm making more or we start kind of doing, maybe if I do a Patreon or something like that, mm-hmm. just because getting those over here, yeah, um, they're the so much smaller. Yeah. Everything else, it kind of, it starts getting expensive as mm-hmm. we go international. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's definitely on the list of things to do. But for... This season. Yeah. That's gonna be it for the whiskeys. Uh, we're gonna continue our flight this for this episode. And next we're gonna start talking about our impressions of season one. Yeah. Okay, so to wrap up our last impressions, we're gonna try our second taste.
0: Let's try it. Chin chin, cheers. This one's definitely darker. It's darker, yeah.
1: I'm gonna tell you from the smell. Cinch, I think it's the
0: peat. The peat, yeah. Singe the nostrils a bit. Also, my my allergies are a little fucked, so my nose isn't working too well today. Oh no! Ooh, now they are. Now it is. <sighs> Not the peat. No. Yeah, it is. Is it? This is how bad I am at flight. I don't know, but it's um. If the lingering, if it lingers and it kicks you, it's the peat. It's the peat. I think it's the peat. I definitely feel it still kicking my ass. Um and it does yeah, it's the peat. It has the flavor from it has that aftertaste. Mm-hmm. It has a very specific aftertaste.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like smoky Yeah. Yeah. hmm Mm-hmm. Definitely the peat. Yeah. Definitely on is peat. Yeah. <clears throat> Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 Right. It's that smokiness. I'm gonna feel like a big old silly idiot if,
0: if no it's not. not. <laughs> if down the we're line we're getting learn, another. about to learn. We're one.
1: gonna. We're this whole experiment is gonna show us just how shitty our. Yeah. Power this is. is
0: more of a social experiment, y'all. Yeah. That y'all are um, on this ride with. Yeah. With yes. us. For. So,
1: what do you give that one? I mean, it's still good. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. yeah, It's still. I, I tell you what. I still really like it. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be able to drink it the same way I could drink the first one. It's not a, Mm. to use your terminology, it's not 100% sippable. No. (laughs) It's It's a flavor impact. It's a, it's like how there are some spices you don't use all the time. Yeah. Or Mm -hmm. that you don't use in large quantities in what you're cooking. Yeah. That's what this kind of reminds me of. Yes. Yes. You know, it's not salt. No. That Definitely you use not. liberally and all the time. You know, it's ghost chili.
0: Yeah. It's yummy. This, I would probably give this um, an 8.5. An 8.5. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I think I'm going to go with you.
0: 8.5?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So it's like the first one I would drink. I could get. Be in, I could be in trouble with the first one because I would drink too much. Mm-hmm. The peat I got in trouble with because it's such a high uh, uh, alcohol yeah. content mm-hmm. that it got me in trouble because I couldn't drink that much of it. Yeah. Which is- It's good. It's probably w- what the thought process is and like, you can have the high alcohol content because you're not-, not drinking as much because yeah, exactly. your insides would burn up,
0: mm-hmm. you know? Your poor liver.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 8.5 is all around. 8.5. That's great. Okay. So what we're going to talk about at this point is our last impressions of season one. Okay. So I've got some questions for you, mm-hmm. my science fiction newbie, mm-hmm. my Doctor Who virgin, mm-hmm. my friend. Mm-hmm. 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 What generally were your impressions of this season?
0: Well, it started off slow. Mm-hmm. Um and it's still slow, but I think that the characters started to really what i what i what I noticed is when the characters started to mesh well together as a group, mm-hmm. that's when I started to like the show more mm-hmm. because I wasn't so distracted by the internal conflict that I could, right. I could dedicate the time to looking more beyond the group dynamic and look at what they're up against, yeah. So to me, it was seeing that the way that the group meshed and mm-hmm. evolved is what helped me like it more. Mm-hmm. So I'm ex- I'm excited to see how everything evolves from here. Also, mm-hmm. just understanding the background of when it first got started, how they didn't they didn't think that this was gonna be like a good show, right? Um, so I'm excited to see what they do. Based on the increasing fandom that this show picks up.
1: Yeah, it's that idea that, you know, getting started, they thought they were making science fiction and that's great, but they didn't know that they were creating uh, an iconic legacy, something that would be immediately recognizable for people who aren't into science fiction 60 Mm -hmm. years down the road. Mm -hmm. So we're really watching... It's that whole idea that um, if you watch, like, season one of RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh, God, with the fucking camera. The filter. Yeah, the, va- the Vaseline on the lens. The Vaseline lens. on the lens. But if you watch it, it's really tough to watch. Yeah. Not just because the Vas. Yeah. But um, a lot of it's because there's things, like, she never says, bring back my girls. Yeah, no there's so many of the nuances of the show that are not created yet because the legacy of the show hasn't been mm-hmm. cemented. Mm-hmm. And one of the reasons I like watching from the going back and doing a massive rewatch is mm-hmm. I love watching the show become what it is today mm-hmm. because that's mm-hmm. how I watched it. I started mm-hmm. at season 2 and then you when went it, from and your, I yeah. kept watching as mm-hmm. each season came out and have watched the show form And I think that that's kind of cool with what we're doing is we're Mm -hmm. watching this show create its catchphrases Mm -hmm. and
0: create its tropes. Mm -hmm. There are
1: no science fiction tropes yet.
0: Not yet, yeah. This is a first of its kind.
1: Yeah. So, you know, they have some of these early science fiction that would have happened, but it's kind of like if you watch early uh, comic book stuff Yeah. where Superman in the beginning is weird compared to what superman is today in the comic books yeah you know or even looking at films so yeah definitely so i as a fan huge fan of the show someone that's seen everything Mm -hmm. i can technically see the doctor Mm -hmm. in this season he's not the doctor yet but I can see the doctor. You can see him coming, coming to his into his own, right? And it's very mm-hmm. striking to me that in this whole first season, it wasn't until that very last episode with the Reign of Terror, yes. where the Doctor became our central character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Before then, we were watching Barbara and Ian, everyone else, really, yeah, or Marco Polo, or yeah. the characters we're introducing for the episode, yeah. And that Reign of Terror, everything was happening, and the Doctor's off having his own little grand old his time, his own
0: adventure, yeah.
1: And that was the best part. That was our favorite part, was yeah. him and the chain gang and him waltzing down the street and having his little adventure in the costume shop. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was the best part. And that's being his own, like, witty guardian, you know? Yeah. And I, I can't imagine that we're going to immediately go to that being what we're going to see all the time, mm-hmm. but that's, to me, that's more the feel of Doctor Who mm-hmm. is- there's a camp factor to it Mm -hmm. and i think we Mm -hmm. as soon as we start losing the children's educational aspect because it is that's not what it is today yeah it is not a children's educational show yeah uh so that that'll be exciting now would you want to be a companion of this doctor would you be like chill with like hanging out with him and traveling time and space
0: Mm -hmm. probably not this doctor yeah Probably at future doctors.
1: Maybe. Yeah. That'll be, I, I'm going to ask that for, yeah. At the end of every season is like, how would you, would you? I don't you, really
0: think this one because I had a lot of problems with him. Yeah. He's still problematic to me. Um. You know, we'll see what what he has evolved mm-hmm. to thinking later on. But no, I don't think so. I don't think it's going to No, I don't think so either.
1: <laughs> I, I think I would have trouble. He. This is one of those where I think I would. I theoretically would love to. I yeah. don't think I would get along with him if yeah, I yeah. was actually in the same space as him. Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. It's one of those things where his attitude is just a little too much for me to mm-hmm. handle in person. Like mm-hmm. I can hand, I can barely handle it. Like from like yeah. where I'm sitting on my couch. Right. You know? Right. Right. Right.
1: Right. Right. No, right, right. I don't want to be right. there. <laughs> right, right. You were a self-defined not and basically not a fan of science fiction, you did not engage in it mm-hmm. really before this, which is one of the reasons I was excited to do this mm-hmm. with you.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Would you be more inclined to explore science fiction after watching even the first season?
0: Um, I would. I mean, I I do watch some science fiction. Like, I've seen, like, Lovecraft County, for example, mm-hmm. and I really enjoyed that. Um,
1: But that's not... Tr- that's not true science fiction.
0: Yeah, not like in in the. Traditional I'm talking like, form, like sa- aliens, uh, like
1: or like Star Trek, Battlestar Galactica. Still
0: not. I I'm robot fully on board. Sure, probably I robot, but like I robot's good. Um, I mean, I, I'm I'm a Star Wars person,
1: mm-hmm.
0: so I could definitely you know,
1: Star Wars is a beautiful mix of fantasy mm-hmm. and science fiction because you. You like fantasy. You do mm-hmm. a lot of fantasy stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm, that's kind of what I'm hoping is to kind of drag you over and show you that Some like sci- science like, fiction stuff. science fiction is adjacent.
0: Yeah. I just feel like from what I'm thinking about, like the shows just have shitty graphics. So I'm just not too keen on. <laughs>
1: if you can get around that, uh-huh. there. Are, I mean, original Star Trek is groundbreaking. hmm. It has the first interracial kiss on television. Oh wow! Between Uhura and Captain Kirk, uh, and so original Star Trek is something is something to behold. Mm-hmm. It's super good, mm-hmm. and it's just you know iconic because it has Spock. Mm-hmm. When I first started watching it, my I have a good friend of mine who's a big Trekkie, and mm-hmm. he was like, "Oh, but original is not as good as like next gen," and I was like, "Yeah, but next generation doesn't have Spock, yeah, and McCoy, and like all the so." It'll be interesting piece. to, and so maybe at some point we'll do like a side project. <laughs> I'm like not gonna watch. Like we need more work. Star no, Star no, 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 no. <laughs> no, we'll do it at some point. I'll get you to watch some Star Trek at some point, but okay. it won't be okay. anytime soon. I'm gonna get you to a point where when I ask where I this like question this
0: and you're, I'm like jumping for joy. Yeah, yes, yeah. When I, I ask watch. this question,
1: you go, yeah, I'd try some more.
0: Yeah, okay. We'll, we'll see. We'll see how this goes.
1: What would your favorite moment from this season be?
0: My favorite moment. Um, I want to say that my favorite moment was when Barbara started becoming like connecting the dots mm. for the team. And I also liked when she finally told the the doctor about himself. Yeah, um, and just just because of the way that women were portrayed on this show mm-hmm. um, in those first couple episodes, I was not down with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I really enjoyed the writers finally like acknowledging, mm-hmm. like this is also a character who has her own uh, power, right? And yeah. she has her strength in this group. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: I think so, too. I The two things that I liked the most was watching the doctor start to become the doctor mm-hmm. and Barbara become something more than Susan.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. More than Screamy Susan.
1: Yeah. Um, now, did you have a favorite, before I go into the actual, like, point breakdowns, uh-huh. kind of like what you did with the whiskey, who do you think is going to come out on top?
0: For my favorite character? Mm-hmm probably barbara okay i think
1: sure what about least
0: favorite oh ian for sure ian, ian, and the doctor, ian
1: or the doctor ian or the doctor sure
0: mm-hmm. or it might be screamy susan
1: <laughs> yeah i love it it's just like everybody but barbara <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah yeah yeah
1: yeah i mean the fact that we call her screamy susan
0: yeah yeah she's so much more than screamy susan
1: she could have been but she's not she could have been but she's not what do you think your favorite episode was
0: I think probably the Aztecs was my favorite episode, despite the fact that Barbara was on her, you know, doing doing what white ladies do.
1: (laughs) But I think that's one of the reasons that it made it so good.
0: Yeah. was because you
1: had It was a true illustration. Yeah, you had a real moral dilemma Mm -hmm, happening. mm -hmm. It's that whole thing that I was so salty in The Reign of Terror, Mm -hmm. is that it gave you a similar judgy perspective. You Mm -hmm. could- fully have done a story where you are judging the pants off all of these people, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but nobody was judging really them that, yeah. for their mo- for their choices and mm-hmm. all of this, where in the Aztecs they were, and they chose to do it where it's like, well, I learned from the Aztecs, but, you know, in reality, why are we going to judge the French? Right. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I think the Aztecs, for me, I think I did a little thing before I went and compiled points. Mm-hmm. And I wrote down that I think that my top mm-hmm. episodes mm-hmm. are either going to be the Aztecs mm-hmm. and Marco Polo, because mm-hmm. they were great. they're good because I fucking love a historical. Mm-hmm. But I also really liked the Keys of Marinus. Mm-hmm. That little mm-hmm. episodic yeah, it felt so comic booky, and mm-hmm. that serialization of it all was just so fun. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. almost like what you see in like modern. Television mm-hmm. today, mm-hmm. where you br- you have a overarching story for a season, yeah. but every episode is different. You have the villain of the week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's uh, that was really great. Mm-hmm. I I really enjoyed that. Yeah, and I felt like everybody kind of had their moment to shine. Yeah, in the keys of Marinus, except for you know, Screamy Super Susan. Screamy
0: fucking Susan. Now, least favorite episodes. Uh, definitely the fucking failure episode. Uh, which the psychedelic one. Uh. Edge of Destruction. Edge of Destruction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, also, the first, the first installment with the fucking cape. people. I yep. hated that. Um, and I think Reign of Terror. Yeah, Reign of Terror is probably my my least favorite. That I mean, that was the one that we ranked not neat. So yeah,
1: yeah. That's those are the three that I picked as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like for the most part, I think where we disagreed the most was on the doctor and our bad guys for a lot of them yeah but for the most part we were kind of on on the the same page episode wise Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: okay so now we're going to break into actually breaking down our scores and our points for each one we're going to start moving through our taste tests a little bit quicker now um do you hear me getting drunk guys I mean, look, we got through that Balcones <laughs> Pete. That's our 130 oh proof. Oh,
0: God. It's going to so go downhill from here,
1: okay? <laughs> at least everything, we still have one big, We I I cannot imagine, that first one cannot have been a rye. Yes. So I know that we still have the Whitmire's rye to go, and that one's a high proof. <sighs> oh, but geez. everything else is moderate. Okay. And I think with our pours, we're equaling out at about what we normally drink. So, essentially, right. similar to what we did last night, slash, was similar to what we did last week, but not with 130 proof the whole time. So, we should be okay. Great. And we're, you know, mixing it with a little bit of beer.
0: You know, on the side.
1: Beer before liquor, never been sicker. Yeah. But, at the same time, I this is I'm a stupid rhyme. I've
0: never been in the clear.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord, help me. oh, fuck me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So we are now moving into the TARDIS points. Jen, what does TARDIS points stand for? You
0: ask me this every week, or for the last couple of weeks. Yeah. I want to say tortured, <laughs> <laughs> uh, terrifically arbitrary rankings. Done with intoxicated seriousness.
1: Look, girl, I'll give it to you. That was five out of six. <laughs> Terrifically arbitrary rankings determined.
0: Determined.
1: With intoxicated seriousness. Okay. But like done, that's fine. Yeah. Same, Same definition. Day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Same D. Same day. Yeah. Um, and the whole idea is that we take our points very seriously. Yeah. We want to rank them as accurately as possible. And we're drunk when we do them. Because at the end of the day, they don't really matter.
0: Because at the end of the day,
1: yeah. My palate is ass. Your palate has nothing to do with these.
0: Oh, <laughs> because <laughs> well, I can rank them.
1: Well, yeah, but your
0: palate, my palate determines the ranking.
1: Oh, sure. Your palate for the characters. I mean, look, we can acknowledge that there have been times where you've been wrong and I've been right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Anywho. Anyway.
1: All right, but we're going to start off with whiskey number. All right. Cheers. It's a nice yellow.
0: Mm. Okay. It's not burning my nostrils. I keep waiting
1: for the banana. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: But I can't smell shit, so. Mm -hmm.
0: Not the yellow rose. No. Oof. Oh, okay. Um... I think this is the one with the hooves. The horse with
1: the hooves. The one with the hooves. I was thinking, I'm not, that was my
0: gut instinct as well. Hooves. 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 (laughs) Hooves. We should just, we should make our own whiskey and call it hooves. Hooves.
1: (laughs) It's really great because it's like a low-key pun on Doctor Who. Yeah. Hooves. Hooves.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Hooves. You know, if there's distillers listening to us that would love to, uh, you know, have a whiskey named after our show, contact us. <laughs> yeah. <Okay. an> <laughs>
1: yeah. John, what's our email?
0: At uh, on the media on the rocks pod at gmail.com. Heck yeah. I'm learning things, guys. Look at that. <laughs> it just took me works. an entire fucking yeah. season to learn kind of what the what the acronym is and kind of what the email is.
1: That's okay. I mean, literally I work real hard at making sure that you don't have to do much work. (laughs) You, you work a real job outside of this and work hard enough as it is. Okay. Hooves. So what kind of score are you giving this
0: one? Hooves is going to probably get, I want to say maybe a 6.8 because I like it less than number one.
1: My gut was six point five.
0: Okay, so we're matching up.
1: Yeah. Yeah, because it wasn't like I liked the first. Technically, I liked the first one better, but I could definitely see this one like existing. Yeah. Around it, and me just it's going for the other one
0: first, whatever it is.
1: Yeah, but it was. I mean, it was so good.
0: It was good. It, you know, it wouldn't I wouldn't grab for it first? No. You know, if I if I had number one. Yeah. Near me. Yeah. 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 You know? yeah. But like a good backup. Yeah, this is a good backup. This is a good, um, we ran out of number one on a Tinder date. We're going to go with number three as the next bottle. Okay, sure. (laughs) I talk about these Tinder dates. I know, know,
1: and I'm never going on them. Because they're terrible. I've never downloaded that app.
0: Yeah, Tinder, uh, not, you know, not my first choice. The closest
1: yeah. I've ever gotten to downloading I any- had lots of hits,
0: so here we go.
1: The only... <laughs> oh, my God. The only... The closest I've gotten to downloading any kind of, like, an online dating anything was uh-huh. that time that I downloaded eHarmony, just because, like, whatever. Yeah. And I, like, felt because I was bored in the middle of quarantine. And I thought, you know, maybe I do want to start dating again. Turns mm-hmm. out, I don't. Um, but... I filled out the information and then realized that I'd accidentally put my height in as like five, four foot seven or three foot seven. <laughs> And it wouldn't let me edit it. And so I deleted it and was like, well, that was the universe telling me that it is no, not. No, not today. It's I don't need to be doing this. Not today. You don't need to be dating right now. No. So I pulled out my PS4 and.
0: Well, you could have just fixed it on your e-com anything. You like, I'm not actually 3.3.7. <laughs> nah,
1: I was much more interested in playing Assassin's Creed. I didn't need to be. I feel you. Play in the field. I feel you.
0: I can play that field.
1: Yeah, I mean, like that, there's always time for that. I can't always play a set. That's not true. Okay, so going into the points, we first have the Doctor. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. What episodes do you think, off the top of your head, best and worst Doctor?
0: Worst Doctor is going to be uh, Doctor inciting violence in the first Caveman episode. Mm hmm. Colonizer Doctor, I can't remember which episode it was. Um, uh, I can't remember, but there was sure. another. Ep- there was another one where I didn't like him. Yeah, Colonizer I mean doctor. all
1: eight, but you know, what was your favorite Doctor?
0: Favorite Doctor, I want to say um, the riots Doctor.
1: So statistically, yeah, your favorite Doctor mm-hmm. was the pilot. So when oh. we first met him in the junkyard. So that first introduction to him,
2: interesting,
1: and the reign of terror. This silly, jokey McJoker face. I'm smart, and let me prove it, Doctor. Uh Instead of just I'm an asshole and And I'm I'm smart, and I'm just going to tell you about it. Kind of a doctor, and I'm just going to be an asshole. Yeah, your worst. You're going to like it. uh, My actually,
0: we do it this way. So
1: your best were the pilot, where you gave him a ten. Okay. And Reign of Terror, where you gave him a nine.
0: Wow, I totally forgot I gave him a ten. Yeah.
1: Damn. My downhill from there. My best. Now, we know I liked the Doctor for most of this season. Yes, um, yes. I guess I didn't like him when he was getting unnecessarily asshole mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So maybe like Edge of Destruction. Um, I barely liked Anybody in the Cavemen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, but I gave him a ten in the pilot, just like you, and I gave him a nine in Reign of Terror. So we, so we both agreed on, on his best things. too. Okay. Now, worst episodes, mm-hmm. you gave him a one in the Daleks.
0: The Daleks,
1: but. You were going hardcore that the Doctor was worse than the Daleks.
0: This is... Because I was like, where was... Yeah, I think it was it was like the Dead yeah. Planet one.
1: You really wanted the Doctor to be worse than the Nazis. You
0: know, sometimes it, it's, it breeds... The Doctor was like what the Nazis started off as.
1: Yeah, but the Daleks are what the Nazis...
0: <laughs> were. were. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, yeah. and I still get the
1: argument. But, like, yeah, that was... It'll always be interesting to go back and see, especially as we move forward and get more Dalek episodes, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to To go back and have that conversation, because they're always going to be fucking Nazis. Mm -hmm. They're just always going to be Nazis. Mm -hmm. There's not a lot of character growth for the Daleks. Uh, Now, your second worst was the Edge of Destruction Mm -hmm. with a four, and that's because he was fucking nuts. Yeah. He was just boo-boo bonkers crazy. My worst, the Daleks and Edge of Destruction. Mm Mm-hmm. A four and a half and a five and a half. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So you ranked him lower on those, but we agreed on his worst. All right. So your average for the doctor was a six and a half. Okay. Looking at all of his episodes, which it was equal to what you gave him for an unearthly child, the caveman. Okay. So his behavior in the caveman is about average for you.
0: Okay.
1: Which as a whole, I think is pretty accurate. Yeah. He's shitty in that episode, but you hate the doctor. You just did not – you did not start clicking with him until the censor rights and the reign of terror. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I think that's pretty fair.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I was surprised it was as high as it was. Yeah. I'm surprised too. Yeah. My average for the doctor was 7.67. Okay. So Mm -hmm. about a full point higher than yours. Mm -hmm. I was surprised. I thought mine was going to be a little higher. Yeah. But I also thought yours was going to be a little lower. So – Um, that kind of equals for me for the Mm censorites, which again, I think is fair. That's one of his better episodes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I think that that's pretty accurate to uh, Mm -hmm. how I felt about him all season. Now, before we get into Screamy Susan, I think we need to, um, put in some of that liquid courage and try whiskey number four. four. (sighs) Oh, please let this be yellow rose. I'm just, that's the one I I remember liking the best. Wait
0: until yellow rose. This is yellow rose. Rose. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh Uh-huh. Yep.
1: It's just so good. There's no afterburn. It's just pleasant. Yeah. It's got that really slow... Oh, and see, and there's the banana. There's the banana. Mmm. It's just so good. There's no... I like a good kick to Mm -hmm. my whiskey sometimes. But this is nice. But it's just so
0: yummy. This is enjoyable. Like, I could definitely see myself... Like just enjoying a drink at a bar somewhere, like on a happy. Oh or man, you know, just like enjoying my my drink, my little whiskey, something that's yeah. not gonna like kick my butt, you know.
1: What are you gonna score it?
0: I still really like this. This is gonna be a nine for me.
1: I'm struggling to not give it a ten, because in considering that I picked it up and I said, "Please let this yet be Yellow Rose," Ooh, that yeah. it's what I've been waiting for the whole time. Yeah,
0: I mean, give it a ten. Fuck it.
1: I'm going to give it a 10. 10, 10. I'm going to give it a 10. Yellow Rose. Yellow Rose for the win.
0: Mhm.
1: I really hope that one was Yellow Rose. I think it was. Yeah, I think so. too. I think it was. All right, so 9 and 10 definitely our winner so far. Mhm. Now, Screamy Susan. <sighs> Just Susan. A disappointment. Yeah, really for the truly, whole season. Truly. Yeah. Um so do you think that she had a best episode?
0: Um the sense rights Sensorize yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. I think that she really came into Sense in the pilot episode yeah. were, that was, those were the only times yeah. she shined.
1: Do you have a a memory of what her worst were or just like the rest of them? All of them.
0: Yeah. I mean, Screamy Susan. I mean, not so much in Marco Polo Um, because her and Ping Cho were like yeah. doing their thing, you know, but um definitely the Edge of Destruction, fucking murdery Susan. Oh. Sweaty, murdery Oof. Susan. Not the business. Rough. Um, the
1: photo, the the stills that I have from that episode are really funny though. Jesus, uh, I think "Murdery Sweaty Susan." Yeah, that was. I mean, look, the fact that we still call her "Sweaty uh, Screamy Susan," mm-hmm. "Murdery Screamy Susan," mm-hmm. that whole and like just poor Carolyn Ford.
0: Seriously, I feel so
1: bad for her. But her
0: character could had so much potential. Yeah,
1: and I'm sure this is one of those situations where she was pitched a character that she never got to play.
0: Yeah yeah it, they did the old good old bait and switch on her yeah
1: um i pretty much agree with your assessment uh censorites, she was really great it was like the one time she was able to like really come into her own mm-hmm. and the pilot she was great yeah yeah she was great everything else she sucked
0: you see that's why i said they gave her the bait and switch they yeah. gave her a really good pilot episode and then they're like mm-hmm. then you're gonna just scream
1: yeah yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: For the entire rest of the uh, this doctor, and
1: it's and it should be noted that like the fandom as a whole, especially those of us who have gone back and watched it at, from a modern viewership, mm-hmm. acknowledge that like nobody hates on Susan, mm-hmm. nobody hates on her. Yeah, everybody says poor fucking Susan. Mm-hmm. Like they really fucking did they her really dirty. Fucking
0: did her dirty. They really had this opportunity and yep. they fucked her over. Yeah also like if you think about it because the whole point of this episode was to help this episode um the show right was Mm -hmm. to touch and 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 get generations of family members under one roof to watch this show together right and they, I mean, it just really goes to show how teenagers were just so foreign to them. Yeah. You know, they really didn't know what to do with teenagers. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not necessarily kids anymore, but we don't know what to do with them. Yeah, they're
1: not anything else either.
0: Right. Children should be seen and not heard. Yeah. So it, this was really a true, I think it it stayed true to the representation of the time and the era. I agree. Uh, But it, But it's just shitty for the character, right? Especially because she got a taste in that first pilot episode of what her character could be. Yeah. And then just was given the fucking worst. Right. Worst character development ever.
1: So you are correct in the sense that you gave Susan a 10 in the censorites. Mm-hmm. And an eight in An Earthly Child and The Pilot. So, both The Pilot and The Caveman episode, you gave her an eight. Mm -hmm. So, those are your top points. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: My top were The Pilot and The Sensorites. Okay. I gave her nines in both of those.
0: Oh, shit. Okay.
1: So, that, but that was when she was her badass. Smartass. You know, and Mm -hmm. I think it's interesting. I wonder if they knew that they were going to do this. I don't, I just can't imagine they had this much forethought when they were Mm -hmm. doing all of this and like the order of everything, knowing what I do about their production. But in the pilot, she's got that book on the French Revolution. Mm -hmm. And she talks about that, like this isn't what really happened. And then they end up in the French Revolution where she does jack shit.
0: Yeah. Which also sucks because it's like she was... Obviously interested in the right. French
1: Revolution. Right. She knew. She goes, ah, "This book is wrong." And
0: they're like, "Well, fucking, duh, it's wrong? It's a textbook." And then she just is sick the entire with some mysterious illness that they
1: never could. They couldn't even be like, "Oh, she has scurvy." Never. They, they were oh, just like- she's got you know the SIF. like nothing. They couldn't give her anything. There was she. They couldn't even be like, "Oh, she's got 18th century flu." Nothing. Just give her the flu. Nothing. But whatever. I digress. So those were our tops, bottoms, worst episodes. You gave her Mm -hmm. a zero Mm -hmm. in The Edge of Destruction. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, she didn't do shit. She was just crazy. She was just
1: crazy. Yeah. And then you gave her a four in The Aztecs. And at least in that one, that was her vacation episode.
0: Yeah. So she was,
1: so that was her vacation episode. So she was fairly gone. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But she also was literally called a handmaiden the whole time. Yeah. Now my worst in the edge of destruction, I gave her a point one because I couldn't I think Get my over
0: reason. Susan.
1: I think my reasoning for her was, well, she existed. Wow. So I couldn't give her a zero. Yeah. And then I gave her a one in the keys of Marinus. Wow. Yeah. And I think that was because everybody else did a lot of stuff and Susan was just along for the ride and screamed yeah. at everything. Episodes revolved around other characters and not around Susan.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, average you gave her your average for all of Susan's scores mm-hmm. was a 5.89, okay, which is going to be roughly Reign of Terror, Keys of Marinus, and the Daleks, mm-hmm. so like all of them,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, you know. Considering that you went your your tops and bottoms are a ten and a zero. Yeah. Five point eight nine is kind of a high. Nice average. That's pretty high for her. Mm-hmm. Since you went all the way yeah. to both ends. Yeah. My average is a four point oh seven. Okay. And that for me is Aztec, Caveman, and Marco Polo. Okay. Um which I think Marco Polo is a good at like Susan being just a solid character. Mm-hmm. she's not great she's not awful she's just, she's just a good mm-hmm. character so susan doesn't do super great she comes in below the doctor for both of us
0: yeah as is to be expected as is to be
1: expected i can't imagine that she's not going to be get the worst maybe ian's going to get a worse score for you yeah but i cannot imagine that yeah. there that I will score at Ian or Barbara lower. Yeah. Considering that I don't remember specifically what the scores are since I did it last night. Before
0: we get to... <laughs> I was trying to feel this whiskey. I'm like, mm-hmm. it's okay. We only got four left. We're halfway done. That's why I'm like, let me just draw these lines so I can yeah. don't have to like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah, look mm no good focusing. <laughs> also, I can take a picture is lovely ones. I know. I'm so excited to take a picture of that <laughs> for the flight.
1: So, before we get to our 60s companions, mm-hmm. we're going to go into whiskey number five. God damn
2: it, y'all. I'm dying. I'm You're not slowly dying. slowly
0: fading. Nope. Cheers. Oh, God. This is going to be one of the peat ones, isn't it?
1: We only have one peat one, but I also have a fly in my drink.
0: Uh, we don't even know what to pour. <laughs> it's not a peat one because we think we've already done the peat. Mm hmm.
1: But we still have a lot of I think we still have all the rise.
0: Oh, is... oh. oh. I think this is the one that's really high in
1: that was
0: a rye. Alcohol content. I don't think so. No. Terracotta.
1: There's not anything Tarac-
0: called terracotta here. Sorry. You, sorry. <laughs>
1: uh, you said that with such confidence. Terracotta. Ter- uh,
0: tawakaro. Tawakaro.
1: It could be. Mm -hmm. it's definitely a rye I don't I can't get any more specific than rye I want to say it's that one you want to say it's a Tawakaro Mm -hmm. all I know is it's a rye but it was good it gave me a good like yeah yeah is right so what are you going to give that one as a score
0: Yellow Rose I gave a 9 right yes Um, and you gave a 9.5 no I gave it a fucking 10 you gave it a 10 okay that's what I forgot to add here. Um, I want to say this might be a seven. A seven for
1: you? Mm-hmm. I was going to go with a nine. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it gave me that nice little kick. Yeah, I like this one. Okay. I like this one. All right. Okay, so Barb's
0: best episode. Her best episode was <laughs> not the Aztecs. Ooh. Um
1: I think we can go <laughs> in and say that was probably her worst.
0: Yeah. What? Uh, what was the episode after where, where they were in the cave with the blonde? The maybe this it was the Daleks. After the Daleks, where she started putting the putting the dots together. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's her best episode. Sure. Because that's where I, I saw the character arc. Yeah. <gasps> it's yeah. here. Okay.
1: I think she was really good in The Keys of Marinus.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I think she was pretty good in The Daleks. She was really good in Marco Polo because she was the one that was pulling all the strings with like trying to get everybody oh, to like yeah. let him go home.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's right.
1: Um, so your best score wise, you gave her mm-hmm. a 10 in the pilot. And I think it was because she was so good at being the, like, welfare check teacher. Yes,
0: yes, yes. She was the yes, one
1: yes. driving everything. She
0: was the one that actually gave a shit about her student.
1: Yeah, Ian was over there being nosy. Ian. And she, <laughs> well, we know he was being an Ian now. Yeah. But he was over there being nosy. And she was like,
0: uh, yeah, but, yeah like, but we should also <sighs> check on her because she's our student. And we should make sure that she's not just living in this dump."
1: Yeah, like, there's some weird shit going on. Like, <laughs> and then I accidentally
0: just go on to this interspatial, inter- Galactal,
1: yeah. Time. She was the bending. one that, while Ian and the doctor were like doing their thing, she was like, "Fuck y'all, I'm going into this blue box." Mm-hmm. She's the one that pushed in first. Yeah. So yeah, you gave her a ten for the pilot and eight for the keys of Marinus and the Censorites.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: And I gave her a nine for the pilot and eight for Marco Polo.
0: Okay. Okay. So. Okay, okay.
1: But Barbara just was had. She had a good arc. She had a good she season. Did, she
0: had a really good arc. That is one thing I cannot bitch too much about
1: yeah i think that considering that well so
0: worst episodes uh definitely the aztecs yeah um edge of destruction was the worst episode for everyone <laughs> because everyone's just going crazy mm-hmm. I, that's it. I mean she's had more but i can't yeah. remember
1: so you gave her a two for the cavemen and the aztecs okay and I gave her a point one for the Aztecs because technically she existed. Okay. And a yeah. 3 for Reign of Terror. I didn't like her in the Reign of Terror. Okay. But I think that for the most part that Barbara was one of our more realistic characters because mm-hmm. I think her story arc, her character arc really showed... What happened? What would truly happen to a well educated person that suddenly got kidnapped and was taken on a journey through time and space and was taken out of 1960s customs? Yep, yep, yep. Mm -hmm. And was having to adjust, and how we would go from being whatever we are in the world that we're in to Mm -hmm. being more dominant and self sufficient Mm -hmm. in Mm -hmm. a tight group Mm -hmm. of an old man, a man that, you know. Argue, we could argue on whether Barbara and Ian want to get it on later.
0: Yeah, that's a diff, that's a, that definitely is like a theme within it that I'm just like you set like, up do or Barbara, do they not want to fuck yeah like you kind of set up Barbara to be like the love interest for Ian but also Barbara has like her eye on other people throughout she history she gets you know? it on
1: all the time you know? she's you know kissing thaws yeah she's getting cozy cozy with you know some you know English rebels yeah, yeah. she's know, definitely she's like our like an love accidental
0: goddess yeah she's like know? our love
1: interest mm-hmm. but you keep one thinking it's going to be for Ian mm-hmm. and they keep doing these like Really like classic 1940s, like mm-hmm. with Ian and Barbara, or where they're grasping each other's forearms or doing this whole Are thing, they worried
0: about each but other. But then
1: Barbara's like, no. no, I don't want you, Ian. Don't. Your turtleneck is too turtly. Oh god. Um, so average-wise, mm-hmm. across the scores, for you it was a 5.94. Okay. Which is kind of on par with what you gave her for uh, The Reign of Terror and the Daleks okay. and Marco Polo okay that's generally her average episode scores all
2: right, all right. for me
1: I gave her a 5.68 average so we are kind of on the same page with Barbara okay um, I think a little bit above average is super great yep. when it comes to whole season scores. Yep, yep. Um, yep, which yep. for me is gonna be roughly the Daleks, Edge of Destruction, and the Censorites, which I think are some of her better episodes. Yeah. So if she's fallen in line with her better episodes, especially if that point one from the Aztecs didn't drag her down all that much,
2: mm-hmm.
1: then she had a pretty bang up season. Yeah. No. Good for Barbs.
0: Barbs came out on top. I hated her. No, I didn't hate her.
1: But no, but she, I hated... She just...
0: The I hated I know? hated
1: her hair. I hated her
0: hair. <sighs> yeah. No points hair. for her fucking no. helmet hair. No. No. But, um... Yeah, no, she definitely had a good arch. Yeah. To her. Yeah. Super good. Okay.
1: So now it. for the one that I'm interested in for your scores in terms of everything mm-hmm. uh because as it stands so far for jen her rankings give us a holy shit doctor number 1 barb's number 2 susan number 3 for me it's also dr barbara susan okay So, so far we've agreed. We agree. Points may be a little different, but we're on the same page. But we're still on the same page. Now for our next contemporary companion. Okay, so for our next one, we are on whiskey number six. Holy
0: shit. Am I ready for this? Oh, maybe this is. I think this is. We. Terracotta? Yeah. Tawakaro. I
1: So I think we've done the peat. We've Mm -hmm. done at least one rye. Mm -hmm. Which means I think we have, I don't think we've done pot still yet. Okay. So one of these is the pot still, which is supposed to be real
0: good. I'm literally relying on you for the color because.
1: Oh yeah, your glass is a strange color color this time. This is a darker one, so I think this is going to be a rye. So, buckle okay. up.
0: God, am I ready for this? Oh, it's a rye. Oh, God, that does not make me want to take this step.
1: I think this one's the Whitmire's. College Station, right? No. This is the Whitmire. This is the other high-proof one. Or hmm. I think this is Whitmire's.
0: I'm going to say College Station.
1: No, the College Station it's one was oops. real smooth. No. College Station was one of the real smooth ones. Mm. Okay. We thought the first one was College Station.
0: Mm, okay. I don't know what this is.
1: I think this one was a rye. So we're looking at like Tawakaro, uh, Whitmire's. There, one of them's got to be the Texas bourbon as Maybe well. this one
0: is the, the veteran whiskey. That's Whitmire's. Okay.
1: Whitmire. I, that's where I... Yeah, I think it's the Whitmire's. Okay. I'm excited to see how close we are on all of these. Y'all are all going to see just how shitty our palates are. So what kind of a score do you give this one?
0: I think an Eight. An eight. Hmm. Hmm. Um. I liked it, like the balcones, but
1: yeah, eight. I yeah, I'm feeling like an eight point five. Okay. Yeah, I'm definitely realizing through doing this flight that I still really like the rise, mm-hmm. but maybe I also have to be in the mood for rise. Right. So, yeah. So you gave it an eight. I gave it eight, 8. and a half. 5. I like. I like it. It's just that after that yellow rose. Yeah, it, it's that whole idea that when you're doing these kind of flights, you really want to not compare them against each other, mm-hmm. which is why I'm still going really high with it. But mm-hmm. nothing is going to really beat that clean taste of the yellow rose. Like there is no like shudder, there is no like wait for the kickback, and and I really like that with yeah. with the yellow rose. It's just so good. Which with what I'm assuming is the yellow the rose, the yellow rose, yeah. I'll be super TDD, shocked. Right? Yeah, I'll be super shocked if number four wasn't Yellow Rose. So now we're gonna talk about your favorite, mm-hmm. Monsieur Ian. Mm-hmm. What? What do you think? Just off the top of your head, not even like what do you think his best episode was? What do you think is the highest score you gave The White Devil,
0: Ian? Yeah, probably a six.
1: Okay. Um, and what do you think, think was six. his best episode?
0: Uh, was it the Aztecs? I don't remember. Remember the Dalek? No, I can't remember.
1: I now I liked Ian better. He still isn't like going to ever go down in history's my necessarily my favorite. He's just iconic because he's one of the first. Mm-hmm. But I liked him in the Aztecs because mm-hmm. I think the Aztecs is where he turned around as a character.
0: Mm-hmm. Instead
1: of being trying to be Mr. Captain, my captain, mm-hmm. he was like, Oh, I'm just weirdly the muscle, even though he doesn't look like he should be the muscle. But yeah. he starts like falling into that, that role, that role of just being support, backup, muscle, mm-hmm. et cetera. And I think that kind of works for him where he's. Ribs the doctor and does what needs to get done. Mm-hmm. So, and I think that's, I think the Aztecs is where that kind of starts turning around for him. Where he was annoying in the first half of the season. The second half of the season. You, you're you're like, all right. He's just doing what he's doing. At mm-hmm. least he's not being a problem. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. He's not being problematic. Right yeah. Now. He's
1: not trying to be the leader, which means he's not actually causing any of the issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, your highest score was actually a seven. Okay, so you weren't so far off, and it okay. was for the Aztecs. Okay,
0: okay, okay. You gave,
1: and then you gave them a six point five for the Keys of Marinus. Okay, and the keys. I always feel like I forget. Yeah. In the middle of everything, and I think it's because it wasn't a consist, truly a solid one location kind mm-hmm. of a story in the mm-hmm. middle of it all. Mm-hmm. But it was a good episode. It was a solid, fun little romp. Mm -hmm. And and I think the fact that it keeps coming up in the higher scores really shows that. Shows it, yeah. Uh, Now my best was the Aztecs as well, where you got a Mm 7.5. But I also gave him a 7 in the Cavemen. Mm -hmm. Which kind of surprises me. But I think because for me in the Cavemen, that's when I was still in the I'm going to give him points for trying to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. His heart was in the right place, even though the after effects of what he was doing might not have been awesome or like, you know, pro bad, but mm-hmm. that he wasn't, he was being a bit of a Robespierre mm-hmm. in the sense that it hadn't gone to his head yet. If he had stayed in that environment, maybe it would have been a problem, but mm-hmm. he was peacing out, so it's mm-hmm. no problem. Mm-hmm. And so it, now that I'm talking about it in context of Robespierre, I totally understand your point of view better. Yeah. Because I, I get it. Mm-hmm. I get it more with, mm-hmm. with that as a reflection point, but I still gave him seven, so, mm-hmm. you know, gave him caveman. Now, worst Ian episodes? <sighs> uh
0: I want to say at the beginning episodes. I can't remember exactly which one, but mm-hmm. I know just at the beginning he was fucking
1: t- You t- just hated him. Just yeah. T- it was, It took a while for us to get him. H- him and the doctor. It took <laughs> a while for us to get Jen on board with. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so you gave him a zero in the Edge of Destruction. <laughs> but he did nothing. He really didn't do anything yeah. in the Edge. Um, and then you gave him a three in the pilot. Okay. You Good you beat. came out of the gate swinging for yeah, his head. Yeah, just did
0: not like him. Chesterton, we are not friends.
1: No, not at all. <laughs> now, I gave him a three for the Keys of Marinus. And I think that's because more than anything, he was just kind of along for the ride
0: Yeah,
1: in the Keys of Marinus. Um, and then I gave him a five for the pilot, Edge of Destruction, Marco Polo, and the Reign of Terror. Okay. So just middle of the road for most of the season. That's half of the season yeah, just like that I gave him a five for.
0: Kind of just existing.
1: Yeah. So he's just not like necessarily a remarkably impactful character
2: mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah yeah
1: i think they changed their mind with what they were doing with him it's so it's like you can tell that they decided to go from the doctor's the framing element of the story to the doctor's the main character yeah so your average was 4.5 for ian mm-hmm. which equals his performance in the caveman You gave right. him 4.5 i had an average of 5.5, okay. which, considering that four of those episodes that I just listed for the worst for me were fives, mm-hmm. he really just, of in the middle of the road yeah, you. bottom of the pack, definitely. He mm-hmm. just was not, I really, my memory before I started doing all these points was I thought he was going to, I thought from my perspective that he was going to do a little bit better. And going through and realizing that I just consistently gave him fives Mm, really shows me that he was not as impactful. That my heart for Ian goes more towards the fact that he's a first companion, Mm -hmm. not that he's an impactful companion. Gotcha. You know, he's not going to score. When we get down the road 20 years into the show, Mm -hmm. I think he's probably going to end up being – in the bottom quarter, just because fives ain't gonna cut it. Now, before we get into the most contentious, <sighs> epi- you know, Fuck. category for all of this mm-hmm. that we have had some of the biggest discussions over, some of the mil- where the we that where we've disagreed the most. Yeah, I think is going to be for the bad guys. Mm-hmm. Before we get into that, I think we need one more whiskey. T- try some whiskey. Oh, my fucking god. Cheers. Numero seven. <sighs> oh Jesus, guys. This is that um Texas bourbon, I don't know, maybe it's a pot still. We haven't tried that either.
0: I have no idea what this is. I can't tell this
1: was it's good.
0: I like it, whatever it is. It fucking burns it burns for you just a little bit like it's definitely a shock to my system right now. I but like not it. as bad not as I bad. like it. <clears throat> I don't like it as much.
1: <laughs> I don't like it as much as yellow rose, yeah. but I still like it. I'm going to go ahead and give it a 9. I might even give
0: it... No, I'm not going to give it a 9. I'm going to give it like a 9.25. Mm, this is Shire Oak.
1: No, I don't. I think this is... E- this This has to either be... I think this is the pot still. Pot? I'll know with the next one. If the next one is smoother than this one, then this one is the Texas bourbon. If not, I think it's the pot still.
0: This one, I'm probably going to give a... S- Six. Holy 5. shit. 6.5. Wow. Yeah.
1: Which one do you think it is?
0: I want to say Shire Oak.
1: You already said it's the Hooves.
0: No. Who- oh, Shire Oak is Hooves?
1: Mm-hmm. Fuck. Okay. But there's also the Texas bourbon that's also generic bourbon.
0: Okay. Then I'll say that
1: one. You want to say that one? Mm-hmm. That's the first one we fully disagreed on. Hmm. So it'll be interesting to see with this last. And you give it a what? Is. I gave it a 9.25. I like this one. Where the yellow rose to me is is like a nice sweet easy to sip whiskey. This one to me is like a whiskey.
0: Yeah, it slaps you in the face each time. But
1: without being as intense as a rye. Okay, so, bad guys. I did my best to also include who we thought the bad guys were okay. in each one, okay. but also I was drunk when I did this, so I think cool. I messed up <clears throat> in some places. So who do you think your best bad guys, the baddie of the baddies?
0: It's it's probably uh, Robespierre.
1: Robespierre? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I agree. Mm-hmm. Robespierre, maybe Barbara and the Aztecs.
0: Maybe Barbara and the Aztecs. Because I think similar type of bad. Rose Pierre, Barbara and the Aztecs, Ian with the uh, caveman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you really were against Ian and the caveman. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so, best bad guys for Jen. Aztec with barbs. The censorite in the censorites.
0: Mm, oh yeah, because he which, was part of the. It's the same thing with same fucking robes, robes Pierre. Pierre. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> and robes drunk in the philosophizing. Yeah, all tense. Yeah, all tense. Yeah. All three. The last baddies were tense for you. Yeah, which I think really shows what you. What I my th- threshold is. Well, it shows <laughs> that you what you view as bad mm-hmm. number one mm-hmm. but also i think it kind of shows you getting into the concept of what a bad guy is for this show mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and kind of getting the hang of like what does it mean to be bad for a science fiction where it is that morality play that's mm-hmm. i think it's what a lot of people miss with science fiction yeah. is that is that you have to be ready for the morality play mm. of it all because that's what science fiction is. Um, so very interesting. And then your next baddie was Ian and the caveman mm-hmm. at an 8.7. Mm-hmm. So you were absolutely correct. Yeah. You just missed the right because he was sneaking around in there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, my best, again, Barb's Robespierre gave him a solid 10. Mm-hmm um who were your worst villains the ones that were just not good villains you could take them or leave them i think this is a, kind of a tough question because
0: they end up being non-memorable mm. i feel like whoever the villain in marco polo was i because i don't really feel like i remember a villain villain oh it was it was a to uh to uh, uh, Tagar- t- 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 yeah
1: he was a good villain. He got he had the twiddly mustache and really yeah. bad yellow yeah, face. Yeah. Oh fuck,
0: fuck! Oh
1: shit! I don't I don't know. So your worsts coming in at a five and a five point five, which honestly, not that bad. It means that all season mm-hmm. you thought we had pretty good bad guys. Mm-hmm. Everyone was a five or above. Okay. So your five was the TARDIS and the Edge of Destruction. Oh uh, uh, okay, because okay. she was yeah. fucking terrifying, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and the Vord. In the Keys of Marinus. So the little um, uh, the little latex suit guys. Got it. Okay. Swimmers dude guys. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, fair. They were d- a generic mm-hmm. evil Just space alien. Yeah. yeah. Evil space alien bad guy. Mm-hmm. My worst, so bad bad guys, mm-hmm. not great, were the <laughs> – I chose – you chose Ian for the cavemen, but I chose that one cave dude oh. for the cavemen. Yeah. Because he was what the writers intended, and I think it's fair to include Ian and the Cave Dude, the Cave Dude, as bad guys. But I also acknowledge that he was a shitty bad guy, so I only gave him a two. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: so he got a two, and then six point five for the Keys of Marinus. And I think I might have given it to the Vord, but let me see. Oh, I gave it to Arbitan. The, like, Dumbledore Gandalf fuck yeah, from the Keys of Marinus. Yeah. Um, so, just a slight correction. I actually put those scores in cor- incorrectly. Okay. You gave the Vord a 6.5. Okay. And I gave Arbitan a 5.5. Gotcha, gotcha. So, gotcha. I thought he was, he was even worse. Okay. And I remember I gave him that because he had – it was his fault everything happened. Mm -hmm. it was my turn to be the road to hell was paved with good intentions Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but if you would just fucking talk to people you know been a little bit more forthcoming right then none a lot of this would not just sending
0: all your people out there for no reason you know right
1: so your average score for the bad guys and let's be real other than the doctor i think the bad guys are kind of the most important element of doctor who Mm -hmm. the companions build up the doctor and the bad guys are your antithesis. Mm-hmm. Your average score was an 8.09. Oh,
0: damn. They were good then. That's high. Yeah, they were good. They were good bad guys then. Yeah,
1: which essentially is your average score for Marco Polo, mm-hmm. for Tagana, and fucking Ian and the Cavemen. And considering that Ian is your second highest score, yeah, and that's closest to your average, like that's pretty crazy. Yeah. It really shows that you thought we had good, good bad, bad guys. guys. Yeah. Yeah. My average was a 7.56, mm-hmm. so I wasn't as impressed, but still very impressed, mm-hmm. very close to an 8, mm-hmm. which is going to be roughly the Edge of Destruction and the Sensorites gotcha. for me. Okay. And I remember me being very much into the fact that the TARDIS and the Edge of Destruction scared... the the shit out of you. you? People around me know I'm the person that apologizes to my iPhone when I drop it Mm -hmm. because if my iPhone ever gains sentience, she's gonna kill you instead of me. Like I've apologized to her. She knows that I care. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: You know, I'm very polite to my Mm -hmm. electronics because at some point sentience will be a thing. And I have read iRobot. I know the rules of robotics and I know that they are made rules are made to be broken. I studied asthma. I know. So, the TARDIS smart house whole deal was terrifying. Mm-hmm. And the other score that was close was the censorites for me. Okay. And I gave the humans that were living underground the whole time the eight in that one. So, the they were eight, my baddies yeah. for that. Okay. And that's because they were, you know, they were just all over the place being dickheads just being the whole time, fucking
0: poisoning all the
1: water. Yeah. Just not letting go. And, like, guys
2: it's over dude
1: it's over yeah so considering that there was a lot that you didn't necessarily like in this season Mm -hmm. i think the fact that we kept above a 7.5 that bad guys were good and i'm gonna tell you for doctor who fans the baddies are oftentimes the most iconic this next season coming up has one of my favorites of all time And I'm only admitting that to you because we're about to drink whiskey number eight. But it's our last one.
0: It's the last one, guys. It's our
1: last one.
0: Guys, we made it. So, (sighs) numero ocho. Turning it around.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It smells caramely. Caramely. Mm. Whatever. I don't give a fuck. I'm trying to remember which
2: one was caramel.
1: You think every single one of them is the Shire Oak.
0: I'm just going to buy Shire Oak.
1: That was number four. You thought that was number three.
0: Hooves. Uh, hooves is the
1: Shire Oak. God
0: damn it. I, I just associated hooves is much better, but.
1: I think this is the Texas one.
0: So not number seven?
1: No, I thought the seven. Oh. No, I thought the seven, number seven was pot still. I like number seven. This one I think is going to sit for me at like an eight. 7.75.
0: I think I'll match you. I don't know which one this is,
1: and I think it's the Texas bourbon.
0: The, the, I thought the other one was Texas. I know bourbon.
1: you did, and I thought um, you were wrong. Um,
0: I don't know what this one is. What's the one, what's the only one we have left?
1: You, the only one you have left is pot still, and pot still. I, there were a lot of stories told this season. Mm-hmm. We had, we went from junkyards to the French Revolution, trapped in the TARDIS, and to a random place called the sense sphere <laughs> 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 stories what for you is the best stories
0: um, at I, the beginning
1: of all of this you mentioned the aztecs
0: i did like the aztec story wise because it was uh not offensive in terms of just like the way they represented the characters yeah um i did like marco polo i didn't appreciate the yellow face but i did like yeah. it, the historical part of marco polo um, I did like the censorites for the message. Yes. Um, and that's it. I
1: was a big fan of the Aztecs, Marco Polo, and the Keys of Marinus. Mm-hmm. That's, before I compiled all the scores, that's what I remember what were, being yeah. like. I love the historicals. I love that episodic feel of the keys. Your best scores were both eights. Okay. And it was for the Daleks. Okay. And the censorites. I was surprised that the Daleks was one of your favorite stories. I can see... Especially early days, I can see it. I Mm -hmm. think that if you were to score it now, it probably wouldn't score as high. Probably wouldn't score as high, yeah. And I don't think that for me, even though though the Daleks don't show up in my best, Mm -hmm. I don't think I would have scored it as high because I think the Daleks were a little bit too... I think I was blinded a little bit, Mm -hmm. I will admit, Mm -hmm. over... The The fact fact that it's the Daleks. Well, the fact that it's just the Daleks in general. Because as we move forward, I really liked the nuances of the moral ambiguity of some of the bad guys, Mm -hmm. and the Daleks were a little bit black and white. Mm -hmm. Okay. still a good story, but we didn't need a lot of the... It it dragged on a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, So you gave the Daleks and the Sensorize an Mm 8. I gave the pilot a 9.5, which I would stand by. Mm -hmm. I think the pilot... I think if you went from the pilot to the censorites in the Reign of Terror, other than the fact that Barbara and Ian are suddenly comfortable with the doctor, I think it would make sense.
2: Okay.
1: It's just, I think you have that. Susan continues in a positive Mm -hmm. light. I think the doctor continues the same way that he's presented in the pilot. Mm -hmm. The pilot is just good. It was a good episode. And then my second highest was the Aztecs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that I gave it so high because I I love Latin American history. I thought they did a pretty good job of folding us into Aztec culture, even though we were dealing with a lot of problematic stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they did a pretty good job for 1964. Mm-hmm. It wasn't as horrific as it could have been. It, kind of like Marco Polo, it could have been Worse. so much worse yeah. mm-hmm. and there were nuances to it where i was like i can tell you at least did your research that mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you weren't like let's just mm-hmm. take the fact that they did human sacrifices and roll with that and whatever that means mm-hmm. like some of it was true research and so i appreciated that so i liked it a lot mm-hmm. uh, now your worst episodes you told me at the beginning you think it's going to be edge of destruction the cavemen and reign of terror yes you still agree with that yes you're correct reign mm-hmm. of terror you gave a zero yeah and edge of destruction you gave a five of course so at least your second worst is very middle of the pack mm-hmm. rain just really dropped you down for me reign of terror and the cavemen caveman was just so awful reign of terror was just so fucking boring Mm -hmm. but the caveman was the caveman wasn't boring it was just bad it was a bad it was just bad Mm -hmm. um so where you gave the reign of terror zero and edge of destruction five i gave the reign of terror two Mm-hmm. because i gave them 1 point for the doctor and 1 point for the jailer mm. and i gave the caveman a 4 okay so kind of similar now your average story ranking Let's is going to be a 6.27 okay above yeah, average yeah. above the middle not bad it's going to mix a little bit with your rankings for the cavemen, the Aztecs, and the pilot. Okay. So that was your roughly average episodes. Mm-hmm. For me, I my average score was a 7.17. Okay. Which is going to be roughly Edge of Destruction, which surprises me, and the Sensorites. Okay. Which neither one, I remember liking a whole lot. You know, Edge of Destruction is iconically bad. And the Sensorites, you had to convince me, was a neat episode. So I was surprised that, that made it. those are my average scores are for episodes, which shows how much I love this show. The show episodes that I didn't like very much are my average are in my average scores. Um. So that really brings us down to the end. You know, we both had above fives for our stories. Mm-hmm. We were both really high. For our average scores for the bad guys, mm-hmm. hovering around an eight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Here at the end of all things, your official ranking average score wise,
2: mm-hmm.
1: we're looking at number one, mm-hmm. your favorite character was the doctor.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Right? That's crazy.
1: At a 6.5. Okay. Number two was Barbara at a 5.94. I did see that. Number three is Susan at a 5.89. So, not so different from Barbara,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but the Aztecs really fucked Barbara. The yeah, Aztecs really fucked her. And then at a 4.5, Ian.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, for me, number one is the doctor at a 7.67, which okay. doesn't surprise me. I love this doctor. Yeah. I love his assholishness, his yeah. curmudgeonliness. We all know. Love I love him. Number two, With a substantial drop of a full two points is Barbara. Damn. At 5.68. Damn. Okay. Number three is Ian at a 5.5. Okay. And then it's Susan at a 4.07. I'm surprised that the companions are so low. But when I look back at all things, these guys are important because they're the first. But I would never list them in my top favorite companions. Mm -hmm. So I'm only surprised that they're so low, Mm. not necessarily that they're low. low. okay. Now, we're going to take a small break, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to go get the list of our blind tests. And I'm going to go to the bathroom. You're going to go take a (laughs) pee-pee, and we're going to talk about our whiskey reveals, and I'm going to tally them up, Mm -hmm. and then we're going to talk about our need episodes. Cool. In our average scores as a whole, and then we'll wrap it up. All righty. All right. Okay, so what we're gonna go through now are our neat episodes. And then I also went through and ranked, I, I did the average of all of the scores. So, okay. Dr. Susan, ba- Barbara, Ian, Batty, Story to give us kind of an idea we're not going to necessarily do anything with these scores today, Mm -hmm. but down the road, these are going to start to be important. Yeah. So our neat episodes this season. Okay. I think says a lot about how we felt about it because we agreed on all of them. Okay. We didn't disagree on anything. Yeah. Actually, yeah, that's right. Right. So the neat episode, actually, the only ones that were not neat Mm -hmm. were an unearthly child, the cavemen. Yeah. The Edge of Destruction, mm-hmm. and Reign of Terror. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. That's it. Sounds about right, yeah.
1: So the pilot, the Daleks, Marco Polo, Keys of Marinus, Aztecs, and the Sensorites. we all thought were neat. Across the board, best episode for you, with all of the scores, was the Sensorites at 7.83. Second best was the pilot at 7.6. My best was the pilot at 8.5, and the second best was the Sensorites at 7.5. Okay. So we agreed on the top two. All right. Bottom two for you was the Edge of Destruction at a 3.5. Mm-hmm. And then the Daleks, which was a neat episode, at 5.42. Wow. Which is interesting. Mm-hmm. For me, the bottom episode was the Cavemen, mm-hmm. which doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm 4.92 and the second worst was the edge of destruction at a 5.27 this will all really start to come into play when we start looking at the first doctor's story as a whole but for right now where we know that our favorites were the pilot and the sensorites Mm -hmm. and the worst were honestly the first three major stories the cavemen the daleks and the edge of destruction even though for me the daleks was actually pretty middle of the pack But for what we've all been waiting for for this episode, let's find out how good of a palate we actually have. All right. Let's see. Your favorite whiskey Mm
0: -hmm.
1: was number four, Mm -hmm. which you thought was Yellow Rose. Yep. Were you correct? I sure was. You were correct. We were both correct. I sure
0: was. That was number
1: one for both of us. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We are both absolute geniuses. Mm
0: -hmm, mm -hmm, mm
1: -hmm. Number two for you was the Pete. You ranked the peat pretty high,
0: eight point five. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. number two for me. I well, okay, number two for you was number two, which Josh, was the peat. Right? Yeah, yeah, you got it right. Mm-hmm. For me, I thought it was whiskey number seven, which I thought was pot still, but it's the shire.
0: Yeah, I told you it was the shire. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. I thought it was a sh- I, t- I said this was a shire oak, and then you're like, oh, you think that's hooves? No, not number seven.
1: Well, yeah, except that you had already called hooves for number three. I know, three. but I,
0: but. but No, that's fair. Yeah, see, that's fair. part of me was. So I, like-
1: so I like the Shire. Yeah, that's, mm-hmm. this is why you do a blind taste. Hooves. And honestly, yeah. I mean, like it shows that I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about.
0: Yeah, you could, you gave it a 9.25. It but was I good. gave it
1: a 6.5. I liked it.
0: Hmm. I liked it. And the one that I thought was hooves, I gave a 6.8. So yeah, I really hated those two.
1: Uh, but that was my second one. Now, number three, you went for our sixth whiskey,
0: mm-hmm.
1: which we thought was Whitmire's. You're correct. It's Whitmire's. Number
0: six? Yeah. The vet?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Good job. Number three for me, I, went, I just said it was rye. I didn't... I was confident enough that I don't have the palate to tell you mm-hmm. which rye it was. Looking at like my narrowing down of the options, maybe Tawakaro.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Number five was Tawakaro. Hell yeah! Yeah, I so I was. Right. I'll, I'll consider that one correct. Number four was mm-hmm. the eighth whiskey, which was the pasta. pasta we got you, got that were one right. you were correct. You oh. were correct. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, f- Look, you're better at this than hey. I am. <laughs> My number four, um, is so four and five for me is a tie. So mm-hmm. number four for me is the Pete uh, drink number two, mm-hmm. which was the Pete. So I the was definitely one is, correct.
0: We got, yeah, we got that right. Yeah, we mm-hmm. both were
1: correct on that one. And then num- drink uh, fifth place for Jen this is where we're going to start tying for her. She picked. Number, drink number five, which she thought was the Tawakaro, and she is correct. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I went for drink number six, which we thought was Whitmire's, and I was also correct. Mm -hmm. Good job, us. Now, sixth place, you gave to our first drink, Mm -hmm. which you thought was the Rio Brazos. Mm -hmm. You are correct. And I gave to our eighth drink, which I, as we got to this point, was just kind of process of eliminationing which I gave to the Texas bourbon, Mm -hmm. Um, I was wrong. It was the pot still. Mm -hmm. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: And in seventh place, you gave to our third drink, which you thought was the Shire but is really the Texas bourbon. Oh. So that makes sense, though, because the Texas bourbon to me is so generic that it doesn't have something that's like a strong thing to place it.
2: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: And I gave it. I'm surprised. For seventh place for me was our first drink, which was the Rio Brazos, which I remember loving, mm-hmm. um, both in this taste test and just when we first had it. Uh, I was correct, but it also should be not, like stated. I gave it a seven point five. Yeah. So it's really that I love whiskey.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And these are all pretty good whiskeys. Now, last place. You gave to our seventh drink, which
0: I thought was you Texas thought was bourbon. the Texas bourbon
1: was really Hooves the Shire. Shire. Oaks. Mm-hmm. Hooves, but you also only changed because you would already picked Hooves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you really did think but it was I the really Hooves. I really thought this was yeah. Hooves, and in my last place, went to our third drink, which was the Texas bourbon, <laughs> but okay. I picked it as the Shire, but I was wrong. It's <laughs> so
0: funny. You picked it as a Shire. Seventh for me, I picked as a Texas bourbon. Uh-huh. And then three, you picked Yeah, it was, it. like, swapped. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so Tops for us was Yellow, Yellow Rose. Rose. No surprise. Mm-hmm. It's just, it it's doesn't good. have the kickback. It has, yeah. It's delicious. It has a beautiful little flavor. It's a nice
0: neutral whiskey, mm-hmm. you know?
1: Mm-hmm. It's the best way I can describe it. A
0: neutral whiskey.
1: Yeah, and bottom of the barrel for us, <laughs> no pun intended, so- is going to be Shire Distilling and Texas bourbon. Uh, Shire, but it's really 1835. But it's really 18, <laughs> it's really 1835. But yeah, Shire, you know, but like our bottom scores, honestly, we're looking at like the lowest score on this is a 6.5, mm-hmm. which isn't that bad. Mm-mm. It's not bad at all, mm-hmm. considering that we really were like one is a really mm-hmm. just terrible. Just, well, not even terrible, just bad for the like, worst of the season. Mm-hmm. And we couldn't even get below a five, you know, so that's really not bad. Like this wasn't, I would never drink this again. This is just, uh, yeah. maybe we wouldn't buy it again. But like, yeah, this was a great, I mean, good. it really shows. This is a great season. I yeah. look forward to visiting Shire Distilling. I look forward to visiting uh, Yellow Rose, Whitmire. It's going to be fun.
0: I'm enjoying it. I'm yeah.
1: excited. So guys... As we wrap up here, thank you so much for joining us thank in this you, adventure. Thank you. Thank you. What a crazy couple of months this has been yeah. binging Doctor Who, getting to hang out with one of my favorite college friends. Hey. And guys, I'm so excited for season two. <gasps> season two, shit changes, mm-hmm. shit's gonna be different.
0: Um okay, I'm
1: This is where we're going to start experiencing what is Doctor Who.
0: Okay.
1: Um you'll start to get that real feel of it. Okay. And we'll start doing that in the next couple of weeks uh, recording that and moving on experiencing what life has to offer yes. us with the TARDIS going through space and time. But for now,
0: yeah, this is it. We're going to go eat Domino's.
1: Bag not sponsored.
0: <laughs> Bye. But it could be.
1: <laughs> Bye. Yeah. Hey, y'all. It's Diana. Thank you so much for listening to the end of the episode. If you want to catch us for another dram, subscribe to get Doctor Who on the Rocks as soon as it's released. And if you think we're neat, please rate and review on iTunes. It really helps us out a lot. You can also check us out at ontherockspod, all underscored, on Instagram. Or if you have comments or concerns or even better, whiskey recommendations, please send them to mediaontherockspod at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. It really means a lot to us. We look forward to seeing y'all again in two weeks for the next episode and another glass of whiskey. See you next time.